Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Another blessed morning out there. Welcome to the Porter's Gate online broadcast. My name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Wherever you will be joining or joining us from this morning, it's another great privilege to celebrate this beautiful, exciting day before our Father and, of course, with you. I believe this morning, once again, the Spirit of the Lord will enable us to further press into heaven's divine intention for our day there are a couple of things we are looking into we are examining and we are hoping that the father will continue to grant us greater uh, uh, understanding and of course revelation in terms of unpacking the reality of this new day we have been brought into there are a couple of things we have highlighted we have looked into we have allowed the Lord, amen, to give us insight and direction into, and I'm hoping once again this morning that as we press into the heart of the Lord, as we seek his mind, as we seek his desire, as we continue to pray and just allow him to speak to us, that there will be greater realities, amen, that will be unpacking within our spirit, man. So wherever you are this morning, welcome to the Porter's Gate online broadcast. We are excited to be alive, to be here to share this platform and, of course, this uh, moment with you. Heaven is doing great things in our day. We are excited that the Lord is taking us into a better understanding of the, the nature of how we can really, you know, step into that position of divine, you know, uh, advancement and, of course, representing the intentions of God. So, welcome this morning once again. Let us pray. Let's, let's ask the Lord. Let's, 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 uh, let's seek his mind let's you know open our heart let's allow him to guide us to direct us let us pray father we thank you this morning your spirit is already here your grace is already here yes father we thank you for the things that once again you will do in our lives this morning even as we sit at the table of your word as we open our hearts to listen to the things that you have ordained for us for this day oh god we pray oh god that your spirit oh god will steer our hearts in a way that we will respond yes positively we will respond oh god yes uh, 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 precisely to your voice we will respond oh god yes uh, uh, without any form of delay to your desire we thank you we honor you this morning have your way this morning take your place once again be exalted father i proclaim this morning that our mind spirit soul and body we yield to you every faculty this morning yes lord that is running in rebellion in rebellion to your will we bring them under subjugation under authority we bring our mind soul and body our thoughts we proclaim this morning that they will obey they will listen they will follow the instructions that you are giving to us the things the spirit of god is revealing to us this morning we pray in the name of jesus that they will become part and parcel of our life in the name of jesus every mind soul and body this morning i bind to your will i bind my will my mind my thoughts to your will i proclaim this morning that we are yes surrendering to the authority of your spirit we are yielding to the government of your kingdom we proclaim your kingdom come this morning may your will be done in our lives through our life may your counsel oh god yes find leeway into every area of our life i thank you this morning that every part of our being mind thoughts 
imagination, desire, whatever it is that defines who we are, we bring them, oh God, under the authority of your kingdom. I proclaim in the name of Jesus Christ this morning that we are transformed by the, yes, by the renewing of, of our mind in accordance to the authority of your word. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Father, for those who will be listening, hearing, watching, oh God, this broadcast. I pray in Jesus' name that, Lord, you you, you will have leeway in their life. Your kingdom will be established in them. Your will will find yes oh god fulfillment in their heart thank you once again that we will yield we will surrender as you continue to highlight powerful principle in in, in relating to how we must stand and 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 engage this day that you have brought us into thank you father for indeed you have we have we have been brought into a new day a new season where you are emphasizing yes new realities that we must comply with i thank you this morning that we will surrender we will obey indeed we proclaim that yesterday is gone is a brand new day we declare that the wine of this new day is better than yes than that of yesterday we thank you with we ask you lord to touch our lips touch our eyes to see touch our mouth oh god that we may speak the words yes of your spirit help us oh god may every aspect of our lives family homes this morning yield to you surrender to you i proclaim this morning that we will continue to stand oh god as your priest in the earth and proclaim the days of your coming the days of your nearness may your kingdom come may your will be done oh god in our life i thank you this morning i honor you i glorify your holy name i, I thank you lord that that you have spoken to us regarding this period that we have entered that this is a time where we need yes to be fully armed we need to be fully kitted we need to be fully compliant to yes the the, the the prophetic reality of this new day meaning that we have to yes rise up and be fully armed with the spirit of truth thank you spirit of god that once again our mind is saturated yes in the understanding of your demand for this new day we do not allow ourselves distracted we proclaim in the name of jesus the lord our our mind soul and body this morning yield to your will we surrender to your desire we proclaim this morning that we cast down imagination and every high thought that exalts itself above your counsel we bring them down we proclaim christ you you reign in us you reign through us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Well, this morning, if you're joining me, I want to welcome you again to uh, the Potter's Gate live broadcast. Uh, we have been on, on the journey for a while. We have been looking into some principles that amen the father has been sharing with us through of course the guidance of his spirit and i i, I really want to thank god this morning once again that we are going to continue just to look into uh, you know another layer of you know the things that the lord amen has been demanding and expecting of us yes we, we we've been talking about uh, the principle of the days of apostolic spirit we've been talking about the principle of the principle uh, the principle of the days of the apostolic spirit and what do we mean by that we, we're talking about amen a, a position a condition where we are able to you know walk in the same spiritual pathway where, that we are able to yield to the same spiritual direction or instruction amen that we, we see the early church we, in fact the first century church walk in we are not saying that we are we are going back to the first century church but the first century church you know the structure that god amen gave that church is a model 
is a model. We can't move away. Bible says there is no other foundation, amen, that can be built. Once a foundation is built, is built. Of course, you can build all kinds of things. You can, you know, uh, uh, put all kinds of, you know, uh, uh, furnitures and, you know, uh, and, and decorations, all right, within that structure. Whatever you put in the structure, amen, to beautify the structure, that's fine. But the foundation remains the same. The Bible says there is no other foundation that can be built except that which has been built, all right. What we are doing for, uh, for, for a period of time now is going back to that foundation. All right? We are not really uh, 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 looking at you know, what you know, is being uh, 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 brought into the house. There are all kinds of things, amen, that you know, beautiful things that we are bringing into the house. But then we must ask ourselves, have we built amen, in accordance to amen, the right spiritual amen, structure and direction that heaven amen, has given to us? Because if we look at what is going on in, in the world, of course, when we look into what is actually happening within the community of what we call the church, the body of Christ, I mean, there are a lot of things to, 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 you know, to, to, to frown out. There are a lot of things, amen, to, you know, to ask ourselves, is this actually a true reflection of what the church is? And if somebody you know, is, is, is wondering why, you know, I keep, you know, emphasizing and re-emphasizing on this point. And that is because, amen, that is my <clears throat> that is my call. That is that is my assignment. Everyone has got their assignment. All right. Yes. And everyone must be able to position themselves within the structure, amen, and the framework of their calling and mandate, amen. To make sure, amen, that what they have been called to do, amen, uh, in act in, in actual uh, uh, you know reality of what they are seeing on ground. So if 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 things are not looking the way, amen, because the word of God and, and the Lord Himself, amen, describe them, it is my calling, my responsibility, amen, to call the church back to, amen, to the right order, to the right, you know, material, to the right, uh, 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 if you will, framework, so that we do not live our life, amen, in assumption. We don't want to get to that point, amen, at the end where the Bible will say, amen, uh, depart from me, you know. We don't want to get to that point where Jesus will say, I do not know you. We don't want to get to the point where, amen, our works, when they are tried by fire, we find them, amen, you know, burning, amen. We don't want to get to the point where the enemy can come, amen, and, and, and make a mess of what we call, amen, the church. Jesus said, I will build my church, and we are in the midst, amen, of that building. So whatever that building represents, require, and demand of us, we have to know it, we have to embrace it, we have to accept it, amen. The whole essence of spirituality, amen, is accuracy. The essence of our spirituality is accuracy. It's not to do things in random. It's not to, you know, follow our own idea or desire. It's not to run after our own, you know, ambition, amen, and try to carry out something that people, you know, uh, uh, appreciate. No, the, the essence of our, of our calling and our representation, of course, as the body of Christ, amen, is first to glorify God, is, on, is to honor God in everything that we stand for, that we represent, and that touches every area of our life, amen, from the pattern of our thinking, amen, to how we process even what, amen, uh, uh, we claim we have received from God, amen, to the point of expressing in manifestation, amen, those things that we have received, right? it was David that says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be accepted, so our thoughts, amen, and our actions are actually offerings unto God, amen, if what we do, amen, and the way we do them are not in 
compliance, are not in agreement, they are not following the divine protocols of the spirit. We should, amen, off, you know, remove our hands. We should answer from those things, amen, and go back and look at the pattern. All right. So when we say apostolic uh, spirit, we're talking about we're talking about going back, amen, to the divine standard, to the divine order, amen. Whatever, like I said, whatever that standard is must be what we embrace amen whatever that standard whatever the apostolic uh, the apostolic is not just about being sent out amen you've got to understand that there's an objective behind the sending out amen there is there is a mandate amen there's a strong amen you know if you will amen administrative grace there's a strong amen governmental spirit behind hallelujah our being sent out we are sent out to represent amen we're not we're not just being sent out to do our own thing we're not just being sent out hallelujah to to carry out our own you know desire and that's the point if we say the apostolic is about one who has been sent you know then we need to begin to look into amen what it takes entails to be to be uh, to be a person that is sent out what what have we been sent to do amen what are what what have we been built amen what 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 is it that has been established in us to the point that they find us fit amen to be sent out i think those are things, amen, that we are looking into because all of the all of these things that we are bringing out and we are emphasizing will speak to every area of, amen, how the things of God, amen, uh, 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 will function in our life. Like I always say, it's not about how much we we exert, you know, strength and energy. It's not about, you know, the, the prayer we pray. It's not the expression. It's not the vocabulary. It's not the, you know, you know declarations of the prayer. It is the condition of the heart, hallelujah, that, 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 that informs what we say, amen, that matters. So we can scream, we can can shout we can jump some of us are very expressive in the way we do things that really doesn't matter what matters is the condition of the heart amen the state of the heart hallelujah the positioning of our heart hallelujah for all i care you can be very you know uh, uh, pious and quiet and you say the things that you want to sing and there are people who have lived their life amen in that form but when they speak things happen so it, it's not, you know, the physicality. It's not, we all have our, our various expressions, our various personality. There are personalities to the things of God. Whatever personality we express, as long as, amen, it complies, it applies, amen, to the values, to the principle, to the standard, amen, of integrity, of truth. I really don't mind. I really don't mind. I, I don't mind. Amen. Some people are very concerned about, you know, how you position yourself, you know, how you say things, I, you know, and I've seen some people who call themselves apostles, amen, the apostolic, who really, amen, you know, go to challenge people because of how they express. It's not the expression. Amen. Jesus cho chose 12 different people, amen, with 12 different personality. So let's not, amen, major on the, on the minor while we leave the major earlier behind. What I am trying to do by the grace of God is to focus, amen, on the major. What are the major notes? What are the major things earlier? The issues of conditions of heart, the issues of integrity, amen, the issues of, you know, you know, uh, spiritual skill, the issues, amen, of spiritual understanding, in divine intelligence, hallelujah. The issues of, you know, the, 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 the structure that defines, amen, what we are building upon, amen, the issues of Person, you know, you know, 
personal character, hallelujah, the ability to, you know, to be determined in terms of what God says, amen, and to reject based on the authority and the power that we have allowed, because to reject, amen, is not about, you know, shared will, it's not, well, I've got the will to reject, nobody's got the will to reject or to accept, amen, it's because you have allowed certain values of the kingdom of God to be inbuilt within you, amen, if certain things are not inbuilt within us, if certain things are not established, amen, from the word of God into our life, there is no way we can, amen, carry out the intentions of God successfully. Like I said in one of the posts that I, you know, shared a few days ago, <laughs> no matter how, you know, a, a, a person who claims to want to advance the things of God, you know, no matter how determined we want to advance the, the will of God, the desires of God in the earth, friends, if we have not come to a point where we have yielded ourselves to the point where we are truly, completely circumcised by our heart, amen, listen to this, there are things that will happen to us that will make us drop the ball and i've seen that i've seen that in my own life so i'm not speaking from just some theoretical point yes i've i've, I've been in that point yes i'm gonna do this yes i'm gonna do that <laughs> paul said the very things that i i i want to do this thing i love to do this thing i desire to do this thing he said but there's another law working in me that is working against the law amen yes that i i want to i want to surrender to he cried out who he delivered me so he then realized in, in in chapter eight as he continues argument that there is a higher law that until we superimpose the higher law amen upon our life amen in regulating the lower law we will never be able amen to function and to fulfill and i'm saying this because there are there are there are days ahead of us there are years ahead of us there are decades ahead of us amen and we, we 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 must be very careful hallelujah how we how we run amen how how we how we zealously want to do things amen without truly yielding without surrendering without surrendering through through you know to this process to this process you know process is something very difficult people don't like it in any sector of life nobody likes process Nobody likes process where you have to go through certain things, you know, uh, 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 particularly, you know, those who are into, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, importing and exporting when they tell you some of the process that, you know, you know, goods have to go through. All right, to be screened and all of that so that you know they can get to that point of approval. You know, we don't like all those books <laughs> and, and process is part of what a man really prepares us. All right, that that one day, you know, they can say now you're ready. All right, many of the things that we're using, many of the you know uh, uh, materials, you know, uh, uh, devices that we're using, if they tell you the kind of rigorous process those things go through before they are finally out on the shelf, that all right, they can then sell it. You know, there are all kinds of things that we're trying to sell today as the body of Christ that have not gone through process, that have not been processed. Some of those things we we throw them in the fire. We claim that when you throw this thing in the fire, you know, it's it's just going to, you know, glister as gold. The more fire, you know, the more, you know, it radiates. Only for those things to be bought and you throw them in the fire and discover that those things caught fire. <laughs> you, you just, they just caught fire. Why? Because they were never really, you know, proven. They were not proven. So God is going to take us through a time, a, a period of being proven. Amen. Yes, you will see that in the scripture. These are principles in the scripture. They are proven. And those are the things that we are looking into. I mean, and Paul, you know, is showing us how to step 
into a point, a day where our life can become indeed an instrument to bring a change to the Gentile world. All right, because from the point that we stopped the last time, all right, today is our seventy-third uh, in a series on this concept of the days of the Act of Apostolic Spirit. Seventy-three. Today we're doing seventy-three. Just think about that. All right, and each of these, you know, uh, uh, you know, messages and you know, and sessions that we have done, amen, have been laying up, you know, principles upon principles, amen, you know, precept upon precepts, line upon line, and I'm doing this because I am very, very aware. I know not too many of God, not too many, many men of God will appreciate what I am doing in terms of, you know, you're coming back, you're hammering on the same thing, but it's not the same thing. There is a building up, there's a building up earlier, not too many people, people are looking for, you know, a message that will just itch their ears, that will get them excite, excited, alright? We're not really appreciate, you see, in the prophetic, people, people do not understand that these are part of the prophetic. The prophetic is about the heart of God, the mind of God, amen, and seeing to that which God has revealed become established, amen, in the earth. The earth begins with us. Alright, so the prophetic is not just about, you know, you know, giving a prophetic word that is dangling somewhere. There is, there is a construct, there is a constructive part in the prophetic. Amen. Because the Bible says the prophetic, hallelujah, is part of the building structure of the church. So that is the point that God, amen, has called me now to function. I'm not just, you know, giving an idealistic thing. I'm not just talking about what is going to happen in the future. I'm, 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 I'm bringing us through the principle, through, amen, the protocols, the process, if you will, that will allow us to develop, amen, that spiritual capacity to rise up and become that future that is about to take place, amen. In, in, you know, in the nearest future. We must become the future. The prophetic prepares us. So when we look into the scripture with the eagle eye, we're able to find values, principles, standards. Amen. We're able to look at things, amen, that defines the spiritual landmark, amen, of the church in such a way that when we go out, hallelujah, we become the very manifestation of that which has been declared. Bible says, and it came to pass. If it's going to come to pass, there has to be a body, there has to be a people there has to be a church amen that is ready that is prepared that is you know that is that will represent jesus said lord i come in the volume of the book to do your will i come in the volume of the book oh lord amen to do that doing aspect hallelujah must apply must 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 yield must comply amen with the process of preparation we cannot just run with the idea to want to do amen when we have not yielded where we have not learned we have not surrendered we have not submitted you know a few days ago i was reading through you know uh, um, i was just of course going through facebook and i i came across this uh, um this statement that was posted i'm not gonna quote it because if i quote it then i might just be in trouble <laughs> And I don't want to be in trouble at my age now. You, you know, you, you, you want to walk in wisdom while you carry out the intentions of God. You don't, there are certain battles you don't want to fight. They are distraction. You know, but when I read through this thing, you know, of course this person was quoting the Bible. But part, you know, part of what this person was saying was true. And part, in fact, let me say, you know, 40% was true. 60% was not true. And, you know, I guess people got excited. And... I said to myself, you know, me before, I'm sure I would have responded and said, hey, 
uh, this thing is not right please but i just looked at it and i walked away because it's not it's not my battle i've got bigger you know issues to deal with in in the body and and that's some of the things that we, we're also trying to understand we have to in the day of war we have to we have to understand our strategic position. We have to understand where we stand. But the bottom line is, all right, because of the lack of understanding of scripture, amen, this person, all right, ran with something that is in the Bible, but in fact, amen, is not the truth. Because uh, uh, this person shared a, a part of the truth, but not the whole truth. So we, we want to come to a point, to a place, amen, where we understand scripture from every, every, every dimension. And we understand scripture within context, amen. We understand, understand script, scripture within, amen, geographical, historic background. So when we're reading scripture, we're not reading it, amen, as blind people. We're reading scripture in, in a manner that allow us, amen, to have understanding of the heart of God, amen. Such that when we apply the scripture, either to ourselves or to people, amen we can do with them amen we can apply them with you know divine accuracy all right now all of the things that i've been talking about basically is to lay another foundation as we go further you know regarding the life of this great man called amen Saul of status Saul of tarsus who we now know amen has been converted to to paul and later on, we're going to see, amen, the, the showing forth of the apostolic grace or gift, amen, in his life. We're going to see that in a manifestation, amen, of that apostolic spirit, amen. Remember that the apostolic first is, 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 a, position, is a position we have in the spirit is it's, it's not just about the going of the assignment is first amen whenever god wants to send us you know to do to do something he first establish amen the 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 the, the nature amen and the and the order if you will the the environment of that assignment within our spirit man that's that's how god does his thing all right god doesn't send us to carry out things Amen. Particularly in the New Testament, the New Testament, one of the difference between the New Testament and the old, and the Old Testament is that in the New Testament, you have to incarnate the message that you that you claim you've been giving. You have to become. The, in fact, the message must become part and parcel of your life. You cannot just go, amen, and proclaim. They will take you through, amen. Uh, uh, if you will, you know. Uh, 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 are conforming into the very life of the things amen that you have been called to declare all right you and the message must become one even though we saw a man who quoted scripture who could who could you know who, who made a quote under the old testament amen that reflect this truth that i'm talking about but not too many under the old covenant amen really came to that point yes god used them mightily and the things that god used them to do amen a very powerful thing that reflect the heart and the mind of god all right Yes, God would bypass, amen, the, the, the person and reflect his intention. But in the New Testament, all right, God still used people and bypass, amen, their idea. But guess what? In most cases, amen, God allowed the people to become one with the message. And that's why he allows to go through certain things. So that when we go out to deliver the message, we are, we are true priests. Amen. We represent amen, the entire reality of, so that we're not just proclaiming something. We become, our entire life become the very reality of the message. And that is something that I discovered regarding, you know, our, our brother Paul. Because from where we stopped, we began to see something, amen, that 
that changed in the life of, 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 of Paul, amen, uh, all right, that is going to, in fact, become the, 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 the next point of spiritual, you know, platform for the church, amen, in terms of going further and, and, and representing, amen, what God, amen, has ordained the church. Remember that the church is not built on one man. It's not built on one gift. But there are icons, there are people, there are certain, if you will, spiritual leader. That's part of what we mean when we say uh, the, the leadership, amen, encapsulates the spirit, amen, of, 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 of his objective and of his assignment. Leadership, amen, you know, encapsulates, you know, uh, uh, captures the entire spiritual life, the, the entire spiritual, you know, order, amen, of what He's been designed, amen, to establish. And that's what we find, amen, in Paul, amen. He became the very life, the very expression, the very influence, amen, of the, of the message of, of God's prophetic agenda regarding that season in time, all right? Paul was born, amen, in a time where we know that there were certain, in fact, before I go into all of this, let me start with the scripture because I remember the last time, the last time we were here, I, 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 I brought the scripture just to give us, you know, a context of what we are doing. And it's in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. And to me, this scripture is very, 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 very vital in us rising, amen, towards this new position that God, because it's important that we know what God is doing in our life. All right, we are looking at scripture to find values, to find principles, to find, amen, if you will, we want them, we want what we see in the word of God, amen, to, to reflect. The word of God is a mirror. We want what we read, what we see in the word of God to, to show us, to, to, to tell us, amen, what we need to correct, amen, in our life. Yes, that's what a mirror does. When you look at the mirror, the mirror, the mirror doesn't lie, amen. The mirror tells you exactly, amen. You know who you are, what you are, amen. If there's a, if there's a, if there's a, if there's a spot somewhere, the mirror shows you. All right. If somehow you 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 had a nice meal and 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 one dropped, you know, at your at, at the collar of your you know shirt and you didn't see it when when you when you look into the mirror, all right. Maybe you 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 engage the mirror for something else, but suddenly as you as you're trying to look at you know you know your head. Yeah, you see that spot. The, the mirror tells you, shows you. you is, the mirror is a reflection of you. The mirror is a reflection of you. But beyond that, the mirror is a reflection of, amen, what you ought to be, what you should be. So the mirror tells you, amen, that, hey, there's something there. There's something, you know, not right there. There's something you're dressing. You know, I always tell my son, I said, before you go to school, you've got to look at yourself. Because sometimes, you know, that is, that is broadcasting. So I might not be there to be your mirror. So you've got to look at the mirror to be sure that, all right, you, you, you dress properly. It's important. The mirror is very important. All right, it reflects, and it's amazing how amen, you know uh, uh, the European came to Africa and use amen, just a mirror, all right, to create an economy that plunged amen, you know, you know, many of the African brothers into slavery. Can you believe that many people amen, sold their brother in Africa? Our leaders sold their brothers, amen, sold their fellow human being, all right, to another group of you know a, a, a world, another group of society, amen, just by 
Somebody bringing a mirror. Okay, that's just by the way, but that's something to me that that is, you know, the world will say that's crazy. I mean, you sell your own brother for somebody giving you a mirror. Yes, but that's that's something we'll talk about some other day. But this is very important. The word of God, amen, is a mirror to us. Whenever we read the word, of course, with an attitude, amen, that is willing to to you know to learn the word of god always show us the word of god always points something to us the word of god if we're if we're correct the word of god will tell us yes because the more you look into the mirror of the word the bible says we are being transformed it, listen to this it is not the word itself that transform us it is, it is what we do with the information with the with the revelation earlier that the word presents to us if we don't agree with what God says, era, and that's, that's just something that I love to do. I mean, I really, as much as I, I, I care about people and I love people, I want them to change, you know, to be, to be, to be healed, to be reformed, to be transformed. But I'm not going to do that at the detriment, amen, of compromise. No, I'm not going to do that, amen, by, by, by you know, shine away. I, I, I just have to lay it out. I just have to put it there, you know. What, this is what God says because that's what the mirror does you say lift up the mirror you lift up when you go to the mirror or you don't say to the mirror i only want to see one part of myself i don't want to see other part the mirror shows you completely what you are who you are what you represent amen if there's anger in you the mirror will tell you so it is important amen that the word of god continually speak to us about who we are the word of god is the final authority the final habitat amen of human definition the word of God, amen, is the final habitat, amen, of human definition. The word of God defines who we are. The word of God tells us if we are indeed ready, qualified, satisfied, amen, to carry out, amen, divine intention. The word of God tells us if indeed we are a true man, all right, or we are just a fake. The word of God tells us if we are a true woman, amen. The word of God tells us if we are a true leader, amen, or we are just some charlatan, hallelujah. The word of God tells us if we are true true prophets or not the word of god tells us if we're true state men the word of god tells us amen how to shape the society build our home family community the word of god earlier is a mirror it shows us who we are now here is what the mirror says and i like this because once you understand amen the position and the power and the integrity of the word of god ah then you're on a good path amen to to be to be changed to be transformed here is this word jeremiah you know at 10 23 it says i know this is jeremiah speaking the prophet he said i know O lord that a man's way is not his own a man's way, a man's path, meaning a man's purpose, a man's calling, a man's intention, amen, is not something that, that is derived from himself, amen. You do not, you do not have, amen. God did, God did not give you the luxury to define your own path. <laughs> All right, I said, uh, you know, part of the, you know, uh, former teachings that we have there, I said, all the lives that you have lived before your conversion, amen, is almost like a wasted life. And that's why it is important that parents, amen, amen, introduce their children to, to God. Not just to church, not just to religion, amen. Not just to some idea. That it's important that we introduce our children, amen, in their, in their, in their 
tender age, we introduce them to God. We introduce them to the ways of God. We introduce them to the kingdom of God, what the kingdom of God is. So, so that when they begin to grow and build you know, a, 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 you know, life in terms of their desire, their aspiration, they, 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 they know that they are, they, they're building it amen, on the right foundation. Because that's what it means, amen. A life without God is a life that is built on a sinking foundation, on a weak foundation. When the wind comes, when the storm comes, earlier, when the flood of life comes, amen, the flood is away, the, the, the pull down what we claim we are built, all right? And this is something very powerful, and this is something that I'm highlighting, amen, from the position of studying the life of this man called, amen, Saul of Thassos, who got converted. Remember the principle we shared about conversion? Conversion is not just about, amen, going to heaven, amen. The going to heaven is our final destination. Yes, is our final destination because we came from heaven, amen. We came from God, amen. Conversion is about, amen, the, the, the transformation is about, amen, the movement of our life from the wrong path, from the wrong direction, hallelujah, and to us the right path. That is what conversion. You need to be converted to locate, amen, the right path. You need to be converted, amen, to hear, amen, the right voice. You need to be converted, earlier to locate, amen, heaven's intentions for your life. You need to be converted, amen, to be able to function within the full capacity, amen, of your potential, if you will. You need to be converted, earlier to live a life of joy, fulfillment, you know, Peace, tranquility, hallelujah. You need to be converted, amen. Not, not, not to become selfish and self-centered again, amen. When you are not converted, you live from that order of the fallen Adamic nature that feeds, amen, on the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You can know, amen, all the goods in this world. But guess what? Evil is still present with you. That's what Paul said, amen. I want to do good, but evil is present with me, amen. The law forces me, amen. Yes, the law of sin and that forces me to live under the slavery of my own desire. The church is designed, amen, to help people make that transition, make that conversion by showing them the better way. By teaching them, by explaining to them, by introducing them, amen, to a, a better alternative. And then they must then make that choice. Nobody can make the choice of conversion for you. You cannot force people to give their life to Jesus. No, you can't. All these things that we're hearing, people are like, no, no. You've got to be able to persuade people enough. You've got to persuade, amen, their state of mind. Persuade their thought, amen. Persuade, amen, their intelligence. You have to be able to share with them. That's what is called the good news. The good news is not forcing people. It's not a crusade, amen, to force people to come to Christ. No, it's a crusade, amen, through your own life first, amen, to display, I love this, to display, amen, the better life. So when people look at you, amen, they, they, they get attracted. You know, when you see something beautiful, something grand, amen, uh, it, it was the disciple, they, they drew the attention of Jesus Christ, amen, to this massive structure, amen, because back in the days, one of the ways, amen, that you're able to know, you know, who is in town, what is in town, amen, who, who's got influence and power, amen, Man, it's through the power of what they build. But I think that's still what we do today. Yes. 
You know, we still define who, who's got the biggest, the strongest economy amen, by structures. Yes, that's why the issue of, you know, building towering things. All right, is 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 a statement of uh, who's got the the strongest economy. All right, you find in Dubai some of the some of the highest towers, but today you you still find all right some, some places that are that, that that are seeking or trying to beat a man who's got the tallest tower. All right, because you know what we see attracts us, tells us something. All right, speaks to us about something. That was you know the issue in the days of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Herod, hallelujah, built this massive this structure of a temple, this gigantic you know tr you know temple for. Them, almost dwarfing the temple of Solomon. Why? Because you know that was a statement, all right, that Herod was making. All right. I, I, I mean, and this is this is powerful. So, you know, everybody's looking at this temple and admiring it, admiring the structures, you know, admiring the pillars, all right. All of the all of the things that has been used, you know, to build. I mean, it's just like when when Solomon built the temple, it was a statement, all right, that God lived amen, in Jerusalem, even though God told them that the day you stop living your life in accordance to the divine order, all right, that this same temple that people are admiring, that people are celebrating, people are in love with, all right, will become the dance of Jakar, will become, amen, a place of destruction, will become a place of disdain, and of course, that was what happened. Are you getting the point that we're making? It's important that we have this clear understanding, all right, that it's 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 not about just the display, even though, amen, our life, what we do, amen, should attract people to the point where they're able to, you know, can, can I follow you? Can I, can I come to this God? You understand? The, the, the way you live your life, particularly when you live that life, amen, without any ambition or agenda, you live it, amen, just to reflect, amen, the principle of value, ethics, which is something that is needed, amen, urgently needed today in Africa. We need ethics, all right? And, but not just in Africa, across the globe. We need ethical leaders, leaders who, whose position of, 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 of truth, amen, whose, excuse me, whose position of governance is based on truth. Truth is not just about spirituality. Truth is about the law that governs the universe. Truth is not just about being spiritual. Truth is about, amen, a law. In truth, you find moral laws, hallelujah. In truth, hallelujah, you find, amen, scientific laws, amen. In truth, you find, hallelujah, laws that help us to live life, amen, in quietness, in peace, in prosperity. The moment we discard truth, regardless of our position of function, regardless of our you know, call of administration, regardless of the field of existence, the moment we discard truth, we, we begin to, you know, plunge into, hallelujah, a self, you know, implosion. Because the moment you remove truth from life, amen, what you have, amen, is deception, is lie, amen. And there's something out there that is lie. There is something out there that is designed, amen, to deceive. And indeed, we are living in a day of great deception. So establishing our life on the foundation of truth, based on how, amen, we display ourselves, how we carry ourselves, amen, how we portray ourselves, what we emphasize is very vital. And these are things, amen, that we see in the scripture. The, the Jesus, I mean, when the, like I said, when they drew the attention of Jesus to the temple, Jesus said not one stone will be left unturned. Why? Because he was able to look deep into the very, you know, a, a structure that defines these massive things that people are looking at. And he saw compromise there. 
He saw deception there. He, he saw things, amen, that are not in compliance to divine truth. So Jesus was able to predict this, this temple is going to collapse. So, so are you getting the point that I'm making? But what we display is very important. How we display our life. Because our sense of spirituality at the end of the day should be reflecting something that must attract people to God. That's the point that I'm making. Of course, when, when that attracts them to us, we should be able to point them to God. Amen. The life that Joseph lived, amen, you know, cost, cost him amen, to become a guest in the in the in the palace of pharaoh and he was able through amen that that position of life and that grace of gift that god has given to him amen to to introduce amen god hallelujah to a man to a being amen that 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 calls himself god the same with daniel hallelujah in babylon because of the condition and position you see regardless of how what we go through what we face in life it really doesn't Touch, amen. It should not touch, if you will, should not affect our, you know, you know, spiritual environment, our spiritual lifestyle, because that is what we are going to display when we get in front of our, 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 our you know, our position of of, rep of, of representation. <laughs> Imagine if you go through something and you collapse, amen, at that situation. And you have not really gotten to the point where you are actually seeking to establish or fulfill what you have been sent for. But you have allowed yourself to be compromised because the devil threw some you know, distraction around your path and you fall for it. And that's what the devil does. He, ha he knows how to distract us. He knows how to distract us. So by the time we get to you know, the, the pharaohs of this world, you know, the, the Nebuchadnezzar of this world that we ought to show the, you know, the, the truth to, we have nothing else to show for. So this is important, all right? We are dealing with some powerful spiritual principle that I'm hoping and praying, all right, will help us to shift our mind and begin to focus, amen, our understanding to us, you know, the nature of preparation, all right? Like I said, there are people in the scripture that God, amen, chose, if you will, and marked for certain, you know, uh, uh, impacts in the earth for such for certain shift or change in the earth we can see we can, when we read through the scripture we we'll see them but as we deal with the book of Acts, of course paul is one of these great guys we have studied stephen remember we studied stephen we saw how Stephen, amen, create the path, you know, open the portal, open the gate, hallelujah, if you will, linked a bridge between man and God, hallelujah, so the seed that will touch the life of this great man, this highly respected, you know, a, a, a Jewish, a, a, a Jew sect called, you know, Saul of Tarsus, who was zealous, but we can see that his zeal, of course, was not aligned with the will of God. But then that's part of how God was going to bring him, amen, to the point of him becoming one of the greatest you know, vessel, one of the greatest, you know, uh, uh, instrument that ever lived, hallelujah, one of the greatest, amen, uh, 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 you know, a philosopher, not just, you know, a spiritual man, this man was a great philosopher, in fact, I was listening to, you know, uh, you know, somebody, you know, speak yesterday on, on along this line, and this person was saying that, I mean, Paul is not just some, you know, nice spiritual, you know, a, a man that, you know, that, that, that God used, yes, to, you know, to, to change the, the church, 
church. But he, he, he was also, amen, a great thinker, a great philosopher. I mean, uh, uh, he, 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 he has his own position, amen, in history that we need to study, you know, because he was a, he was a man that brought great, uh, you know, change and influence to, you know, to, to the society, all right? Uh, yes, that, that he lived. And that's part of the things I really want to highlight, amen, in this today. And hopefully uh, we'll, we'll further look into that tomorrow because if you, if you follow the... Uh, um, or rather, if you if you read through, you know, you know the the, the header of this uh, today's uh, uh, broadcast. All right, it is actually tied to Paul, the church, amen, and his new mandate. Paul, the church, and his new mandate. All right, yes, we've seen that this guy got converted. And remember, we're talking about the man of influence here. We're talking about a man, all right, who had encountered God. Remember, before before he encountered God, he was a man of great influence. Yes, there were things that he knew. There were there were knowledge that he had acquired. They were understanding, they were positions, amen, that he had acquired. And we said, amen, that God took him through a period of purification. Three days, amen, he was blind. We said he became blind to his old ways. He became blind to his old pattern of life. Hallelujah. Now he has been brought into a new position of lifestyle in Christ Jesus. All right. Now he's able to see things from a more vantage position. And this is something very, very important that I don't want us to take lightly. When Paul got converted, amen, his values, his philosophy, his, 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 his sense of life, amen, his sense of humanity, amen, his sense of administration, governance, his sense of, amen, uh, 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 the, the, the order of creation, humanity, amen, everything that defines the human life, amen, that Paul had acquired and had learned changed and that's what truly happens to anyone all right it wasn't more about all right you know uh, uh, the progression of you know some sect and some movement called the church all right yes that was there but the position and if you read through amen the the the, the epistle you will see all right that what paul spoke about the things he talked about amen is about the kingdom of god coming to earth is about god coming down is about the nature of god transforming human life is about how how the human life, amen, can move, can shift away from their struggle and, and challenge and weakness and, you know, that position that is leading them to a perpetual death, amen. It's from, it's, it's about shifting away from the laws of men, right, to the law that defines, amen, victory and life and prosperity and deliverance in God because that is what, amen, this man came to introduce and that is what God actually intended. So when we say Paul, did not, you know, preach, you know, some religion earlier. We are actually right. Paul, amen, was a, a, was a vessel that God, amen, you know, chose, you know, that was a strategic, you know, thing that the Lord did. Like I, like I said in, in our previous teaching, I mean, the people who stood with Paul, the Bible says they did not, they did not see any, 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 any man, all right? They didn't see, they, they, I mean, when Paul got converted, when that light shone around him, all right, they, 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 they were not impacted, they were not touched, you understand? And that was deliberate because God was focused on this one, one soul, <laughs> on this one big fish, like I called it, you know, in our previous teaching, this guy, amen, is, is going to, Go into the world of the Gentiles. He is going to introduce them, amen, to 
Amen. The real thing is going to bring them. He's going to be God's voice. He's going to be God's man. He's going to be God's vessel. He's going to be sent into the world. He's going to fulfill the scripture where Jesus said, go into the world and make disciple of all nations. Paul was going to do all of that. But yet we see the things that God took him through. The path that God took him through. And I said, those paths, those principles, amen, are still the same. They have not changed. Amen. The way God encountered uh, uh, Paul, the way God, amen, that, that dramatic uh, 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 you know, conversion may not be the same with ours, but the principles and the values are still the same. The principles and the values are still the same. We still have to encounter God. We still have to, our value system has to change. There are people, amen, who have come to the, who claim to have come to the Lord, but their values is still that of the world system, amen. Their thinking is still that of, amen, their, 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 their environment, amen, how, where they grew, how they developed. Remember that all of those were still in Paul, but those things no longer rule Paul. In fact, let me let me let me highlight this. Do you know that you know uh, um, Saul, Amen, is from Tarsus. Tarsus is you know one of the cities in 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 the then world of you know Turkey. You know Saul of Tarsus. All right. Paul was not born in 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 Jerusalem. Amen. Paul Paul was not a born Jew, but he got converted through his parent. Amen. Into the you know the, the Jewish you know a, a, a religion, and of course the Jewish religion. Amen. Comes with a Jewish culture. Amen. Once you are amen. Once you get converted into Judaism. Amen. Every aspect of your life. Amen. Gets also. Amen. Converted. I mean, it's like Christianity. When you say you give your life to Christ. Amen. You don't just give your life to Christ by going to church, by going to a place, amen. Your values, your economy, your philosophy, your thinking concept of life, amen, becomes that of Christ. That's what Judaism, amen, does. The, the, the way they run their economy, the way they run their home, the way they run their life, amen, their, their principles, they, I mean, they've got, they've got a value standard for everything in life. So it's not just, you know, about going to a, a, the synagogue. It's not just about learning the Torah. The Torah was about learning about life. It's about life's conversion. So when you say your life is converted to, to Judaism, it means that everything you represent, regardless of where you come from in the world, Amen. Become amen, part of the expression of Judaism. So Paul of Tarsus, amen, he came from that end of, of the world, all right, uh, 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 to us, you know, the, the Turkey. But guess what? His life was greatly influenced. And of course, you know, back in those days, it was the Roman Empire that, you know, that was in charge, that was in control. So he had been influenced by the Roman, you know, uh, 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 belief system, the Roman philosophy, all the great thinker of his day, all right, had influenced him. But the scripture told us that he actually studied in the University of, of Gamalia. Of course, that... That was in Jerusalem, all right? He studied, he learned, hallelujah. He grew in Judaism. It was a sect that became himself, amen, a lecturer. He developed the capacity, the, 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 the IQ of a philosophy, because that's what Judaism is. It's a philosophy of life. It's a philosophy of life. Judaism is a philosophy of life. Paul developed, amen, the capacity of knowing that there is one God, hallelujah, who defines how life ought to be lived, even though he only knew 
you know, a partial aspect of that God. But now, amen, on his way to Damascus to go, amen, persecute this, this young sect, this, this group of people, they call themselves the, you know, the, 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 the way, the followers of the way, you know, who call themselves Christians, you know, Christians, you know, he was going to arrest them because he felt they were challenging the Jewish, you know, uh, uh, mosaic law. So he was going to, to you know, to arrest the, their leaders and all of that. And the Lord revealed himself to him on the way. My point this morning is for us to be able to, because if you compare what happened to Paul, the society that Paul lived, you see, most of the things that I'm speaking this morning is just to give us a kind of an overview of this man. We want to understand this man. You know, it's easy to go and read, you know, uh, Corinthians and read Ephesians and read Romans. But what, who is the man behind these letters? What was his agenda? What was his intention? How did he come by this knowledge, this information? Those are the things, amen, that I am pressing at, that I am looking at, that I really want us to understand. Because if those things are not established in us, then we're basically reading just another letter. And the Bible says the letter kills. If you don't understand the spirit, amen, be, by, by, you know, behind what this man wrote, if you don't understand how, you know, the, the relationship of this man with Christ, if you don't understand how this man connected to the church, right, how this man right, operated, amen, and the influence and position that this man will within the structure of the church, then you are basically, amen, uh, 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 like, you know, like Saul, who had not come to the knowledge, amen, of Christ. That's the truth. So we have to, amen, take a journey, amen, we have to go back, amen, and rediscover, amen, the formation, the, de the development the building up, amen, of, of this kind of, you know, encounter, if you will, relationship that transformed to the point of, of, of divine persuasion that you are ready to lay down your life for that which, amen, you believe. This is huge, friends. This is huge. This is something we cannot just, you know, I, I, I play with. And that's why, you know, I read, you know, that scripture in Jeremiah 10, all right? Jeremiah 10, 23 says, I know, O oh Lord, that a man's way is not his own. Paul finally came to the point of realizing, wait a minute. I've been living the wrong life. I've been living on the wrong value system. I'm on the wrong track. I know, O oh Lord, that a man's way is not his own. No one who walks, no one who walks directs his own steps. I love the scripture. No one who walks. If you're walking somewhere, you do not direct your own steps. Say the word of the Lord. In other words, your walk must be, must be sandal. Listen to this. Your walking must be sandal with a divine objective. Where are you going? Somebody must be leading you there. You don't wake up one morning and start walking without amen, a divine agenda, without a divine direction, without amen. You can have the strength to want to walk, but if you have not been pointed to where to go to, then you're wasting. The Bible says, except the Lord builds the house, the builder they are building, but in vain. Yes. 
So you can be walking, you can be doing all kinds of things, exerting strength and energy and force, but there is no progress because, amen, you, your eyes of understanding has not been enlightened. The, the, the light of God has not shone on your path to show you that, hey, that's the wrong path. This is the right path. There's a way that seems right unto a man. We saw that in the life of this man. He, he thought what he was doing, amen, he was actually pleasing God. He thought he was on the right path. He thought earlier that amen, he, he is doing, you know, what, what will please God only for God to reveal himself and say, no, you are kicking against me. You're fighting me. You are persecuting me. So, so, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord, he said. I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. That was a powerful spiritual turning point. Not just for Saul, but for the church. Not just for Saul alone, but for the church. Because the conversion of this man and the process that God took this man to was going to take the church, amen, to another level. It was going to position the church. Amen. Why? Because this is a man earlier that heaven has, has, has prepared. This is a man all right, that with this kind of caliber and influence and cloud around him. All right, now saved. He's going to go and challenge. Amen. The very thing that he used to support. He's going to go and stand. Amen. And challenge the greatest, the strongest empire of his day. He was going to go and challenge. Listen to this. Their philosophy. Their position of thinking. He was going to topple. Amen. Their economic system. He was going to challenge the Roman Empire. That at the, at the end, as you read the scripture, he was on his way to Rome. The seat of power. Oh, I want to read one or two things as I seek to round up. Remember, we're laying another structure in terms of the things that we have built. This is a turning point for us, all right? We've laid some beautiful foundation. We've laid some powerful spiritual uh, 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 structure, amen, of, of what the church is, who the church is, and what the church represents. And how we can import these values. Remember, why we're studying all of this is to find principles, values that we can glean in the word, amen, and translate them, amen, into instruments that we can use, amen, in engaging our day. The days we live in, amen, are not different from the days, amen, of Paul. The days we are living in today are not different, amen. There are new ideas, new philosophy rising up daily, amen. Yes, new, new, new position of thinking, amen. And all their in, in, intention is to challenge, amen, the position of God. In fact, today we having, amen, government rising, you know, are, are fighting and persecuting, amen, in the, the in a Christ, thinking that they are persecuting the church. Yes, just as we saw in the days of Saul, amen, amen, we are, we are seeing, 
All kinds of laws coming out from you know from from Canada to you know to you know to uh, uh, Australia to America, Amen. The 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 the, the, the new uh, 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 far left you know philosophy, the, what I call Amen. The the, the the sons and daughters of Jezebels they are rising up. The past you know there are systems that have been designed to fight the church. There are you know spirits leadership. There are all kinds of you know uh, 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 you know. Uh, uh, lobby groups today rising up, you know, seeking to, you know, to shut down the church. I mean, we, you can find them on you on, on Facebook. Lobby groups waking up, you know, and their their intention, all right, is to is to come together to fight the church, just like you know the scripture said in Psalm two. Yes, the kings of the earth they've gathered themselves together and their lords, amen, to fight against the King of Kings and His anointed one. <laughs> all right, so it's not a new thing, but we are seeing, amen, and you know a, a, a resurgence and awakening, a newness, amen, of this you know vocal demonic entity say no the church will not leave all right saying the issues of you know free speech the issues of you know free society the issues of you know anyone can have their own religion has become a thing of the past that if you are not living a life amen we read a few days ago i'm not sure was it was it australia or uh, uh, new zealand you know one of these you know european country just passed a law that you know uh, you know four year old you know uh, children now or i can decide you know to, you know to change their sex i mean what is promoting what is behind this demonic you know ideologies all right that wants to destroy the next generation that wants to destroy the life of children, the life of you know uh, girls, you know boys. What 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 is this thing? All right, the man wants to wants to sleep with children, underage children. What is this thing that? And they're pushing, they're passing these things into law. Uh, before we know it, it will get to the shores of Africa. Of course, we know that many of these things are already been played out, particularly in South Africa. All right. One of the reasons why this is South Africa, you know, uh, uh, has got one of the best, you know, constitution constitution in the world is because the constitution allow or right, for some of this perversion to be, you know, to take place within the walls of this nation. But we are saying no in the name of Jesus because listen to this. That's why I said earlier on that <coughs> governance, leadership, amen. Call it political, call it you know economical, call it amen institutional, whatever you want to. As long as you're in a position, amen, of leadership to influence other people, you've got to be there, amen, with the interest, amen, to to better to develop, amen, the life of the people. And you cannot do that when you destroy the moral the moral fiber, amen, of leadership. And the moral fiber of leadership, amen, is the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth sets you free. When you challenge, amen, the position of truth regarding hallelujah, uh, uh, what will define what should define amen or constitute a nation the nation begins to implode I, 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 I don't care how how towering you know the economic structure of that nation once you destroy the moral fiber amen of leadership within the nation the economy amen will nose dive all right for now, you may be saying, oh, we're prospering. Check the scripture. The Bible says Babylon was a powerful empire, strong, mighty, rich. But God, what, what, what happened? In one hour, the economy of Babylon came down. All right? Rome was powerful. All right? Was strong. Yes. What happened? Rome collapsed. The same with the Persian Empire. There is no empire all right, that has risen 
outside the position, amen, of the truth, amen, that is given from the God of heaven, amen, that did not collapse. Tell me, show me that empire in history that did not collapse. So the empires that are rising in our day, challenging, amen, the values of God, the positions of God, amen, in their life will also come down. It's only a matter of time. And before that happens, amen, God will always send prophets. God will always send, amen, people to go and warn, to go. And this is one of the reasons why God actually, you know, sent Paul. Listen, we read it the last time. In Acts chapter uh, 9, verse 15, Bible says, And the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is a chosen instrument. Is a chosen instrument. What do you do with an instrument? You use it. The objective, amen, of, the, of, the, of an instrument, amen, is built and established by, amen, the one, amen, who, who defines the instrument. It's a God is a, is a chosen instrument. Uh, is going gonna to carry out my name. Is a chosen instrument to carry my name before the Gentiles. Before the Gentiles. So you can see God defines the mission, the mandate, the, 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 the calling, hallelujah, of Paul within that singular statement. Go, Ananias, I need you to pray for this man. And the last time we looked at what that meant, all right, the prayer was to restore his sight, all right? The prayer was to baptize him with the Spirit, amen? The prayer was to baptize him in water, amen? And when this was done, the Bible says he had fellowship many days, all right, with the saints, let me read on. The Bible says, this man is a chosen instrument to carry my name. What does it mean to carry the name of God? Because this is very important. Today we carry all kinds of names. We carry the name of some title. We carry the name of some gift. We carry the name, amen, of, you know, of a society, of a people. We carry the name, amen, of, you know, of our ambition. All kinds of names. But this man is to carry my name. What does it mean to carry the name of Christ, the name of God? means to, to basically house the very nature. The name of God defines, encapsulates, reflects, amen, reveals the very values of God within your name, amen. We find who you are, we find your identity, we find your person. Hallelujah. That's why certain people, the name the bear reflects, amen, who they are. They say, Don't you know he's Jacob? He's Jacob, he's a supplanter, he's a thief until his name changed. All right, you, you got to understand that the name you bear, the name you carry, the name you give your children, the name you give yourself, the name your family gives you, amen, is a reflection, hallelujah, of your very lifestyle, of your character, of your behavior, of your attitude, hallelujah. Therefore, the Lord allow us, amen, to change our name just like when, amen, saw God converted, we saw him bearing the name Paul, hallelujah. Name must reflect an agenda. It must reflect a purpose. It must reflect a mission. It must reflect, hallelujah, who you are. That is why God himself names himself, hallelujah. He's the Elion, he's the El Shaddai, he's the El Gibo, hallelujah. He's the, he's the, he's the, he's the Jehovah that is called Jireh, hallelujah. He's our Ebenezer. All of these names are reflection, hallelujah, of his very life, of his nature, of his character, of his value, of his intention, of his purpose. There are names that reflect his authority. There are names that reflect his position earlier as our healer. There are names that reflect his condition earlier in our life as our father, as a double-breasted one. There are names that reflect his position as our covering, as our protector. There are names that defines him as our strength, our rock. Hallelujah. There are names that we call that 
When we call that name, he goes into war on our behalf. You've got to understand that if you bear the wrong name, amen, you reflect the wrong spirit. And there are people today who are living a life outside, amen, the will of God because of the name they bear. It says, God is a chosen one. He will carry my name. He will bear my name before the Gentiles. So the name gives him what? Authority to speak before the Gentiles. The name that Paul was given of the Lord bears authority before the Gentiles. But not just the Gentile society alone and their kings. So you can see this speaks into authority. The last time we did a series of teaching amen, on the strategies of spiritual warfare, they said, who, who, who wants to go amen, as a king to fight another king? Amen. Without first considering, checking if what they have, if the authority, the power, the resource they have, amen, that defines 10,000, amen, can challenge another king with 20,000. So, Paul himself, for God to say, I'm sending you, amen, to the Gentiles and their king, meaning that he himself is what, amen, is positioned as a king priest in the earth. Hallelujah. Is a king priest in there. All this thing that I'm highlighting this morning, amen, are spiritual technology. They are spiritual system that must, amen, be built within the structure of our life that must be found within the very recesses of our thinking. You cannot go. You cannot go and represent another king, amen. You cannot go and represent the king of kings and you are functioning, amen, as one without, hallelujah, an identity of a resurrected life, amen. You cannot go, amen, to want to change the world of the business, amen. You cannot go to want to change, transform, amen, the marketplace, and you are thinking like one, amen, who is a victim, who has no position, who has no authority, who has no say, amen, who, who, who is a beggar, you cannot go, they will finish you, in fact, you'll be forgotten. That's why God is very strategic. The kind of people God raised and sent to different fields of life, amen, you know, are, are people who have been schooled, prepared, empowered, enriched, amen, energized, persuaded regarding such a field so that they are not bulging. You will notice that Paul was never afraid, amen, to speak to kings. Here, I'm going to show you as I round up amen, this morning uh, uh, in Act, in Act 20, 26, where Paul, amen, was talking to King Agrippa. I thought I did open to Act 26. And you see, I'm just laying a foundation because from this, from this point further, all right, we are going to enter a new emphasis. Or of course, in chapter 10, you're going to see where uh, 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 another instrument is introduced by the name Peter. All right, these are two major uh, 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 instruments that God used, hallelujah, to change, to transform, to advance. Amen. The ecclesia. And we need the spirit of these two people, hallelujah, if you will, in our day. We need people who can function, amen, in that grace of a Paul. Remember that Paul today, we're not looking for some physical Paul. Just like the Bible says, amen, uh, uh, Elijah will return. All right? Uh, uh, Elijah did return. Jesus said, amen. He said, but they did not recognize him because Elijah, hallelujah, reflected his, 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 his spirit within a man that, by the name John the Baptist. John the Baptist captured, amen, encapsulated, wears, amen, that persona, that reality, that life, that position, if you will, that office, amen, of, uh, of Elijah. Yes. 
So, so you, you, you've got to understand this principle is a, is a spiritual law. There are people today who are functioning within the grace, amen, of this man called Paul, amen. Yes, because they have a way with the word of God when they, they are possible, when they open the word and begin to break the word of God to us, amen. Suddenly, eyes begin to open when they speak, when they pray, hallelujah, when they are sent into regions, they are able to establish, no matter how challenging, difficult, amen, such regions are, when this man go there, Hallelujah. They're able to conquer. They're able to bring, amen, nations onto, you know, to their knees. Why? Because that grace, you see, what God placed in, in Paul was a grace, amen. He will bear my name and the bearing of that name is in the context of him being able to what? To reach the Gentiles and their kings, amen, and also to the Israelites. So you see this three, three position of anointing. Rich the Gentiles, the kings, and the Israelites. And of course, the things that he is going to suffer. All right? So that is also included. Let's not forget. Amen. God alighted it there in, 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 in verse 15 of Act 9. All right? And, and, and the things he's going to suffer for my name. All right? He's bearing the name, but he's going to also suffer for the name. So, so suffering is part of the calling. Anybody who tells you that, well, we are not called to suffer lies to you. All right? They lie to you. Every day of our life, we go through suffering. All right? Yes. Every day of our life, some days the suffering are less. You, know, you understand? Why in some days, amen, the suffering is more. Most than when the, there's, a, there's an intensification of our suffering, amen, is because there is, there's an agitation in the spirit. Amen. There's a rumbling. There's a war going on in the spirit. And because most of we don't see those things in the natural, we 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 react. We relate to those things that we that we are facing in 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 the natural that is causing us suffering and pain. Amen. Through our emotion and the and your emotion is not the best way to you know to connect or relate to things that you know that you are that you are faced with in the spirit. All right. An emotion that has not been tamed, that has not been renewed, reformed. All right. And of course. You know your emotion dwells within where within the structures of your mind your mind dwells within your soul and we know that the days we're living in are days where the enemy is fighting our soul yet these are the days where god says the soul must be saved all right yes these are the day where God is restoring the, the salvation of the soul. God is bringing the soul to the point, amen, of total yieldedness and submission to the authority, hallelujah, of the spirit. So if you want to win and succeed in the days you, we live in, you've got to know how to tame your soul. You've got to know how to bring your soul under divine subjugation. You've got to know how to bring your soul. What do I mean by your soul? I'm talking about, amen, all the various in, in your faculties and intellects, amen, your position of intelligence your position of all your IQ, amen. Either your emotional IQ, your uh, 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 your natural IQ, your thinking IQ, you know, your 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 ability, your, your persuasive IQs, you know, there are all kinds of IQs that we have. All of that must be brought to bear, must be laid under hallelujah. The, the altar must be laid upon the altar. We've got to offer them unto God as a living sacrifice so that when God smells the offering, amen, of these IQs and feelings and desires, amen, whatever it is, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, we bring all of that. Those are all expressions of our soul. The soul is crying for something that will not give you lasting satisfaction and you yield to that thing only to discover the wait a minute, but I'm still hungry, but I'm still 
still needing of something. I'm still desiring something. Yes, that's what the, the soul does not know really what he needs. The soul always responds to the present, you know, uh, uh, you know need and, and, and desire, whatever it is. And if you have always respond to certain, you know, things because of how you feel, that is what you're going to be getting. It's like, you know, when you have a headache, you take a, a Panadol, you know. After a while, all right, it becomes natural to, to take Panadol, but the Panadol is no longer, you know, solving the problem. You know, that, 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 so you don't want to get used to, you know, the soul motivating or defiling you. Some people this morning, amen, are going to church, all right, to get another dose of Panadol, all right, to get another dose. I'm not saying church is not good. You need to go. You need to be developed. You need to build. But if you're going and all you're getting, amen, is some, you know, nice shot, all right, today. And then tomorrow, you, you know, you, you feel fine. By Tuesday, Thursday, by Wednesday, you're finished. You're gone. You don't even know where you are. You're back to your bottle of beer, whatever it is all right that you used to pacify yourself and waiting for another shot on sunday you see that is a life that is lived amen in a future no lifestyle. You cannot succeed in that kind of a life. You want to be in a place where, amen, you are daily being trained, alright? Being trained means they will have to make demand on your muscle, amen? They will have to make demand, amen, on some areas of your life. The way you think, amen, you have to think, you know, strategically. You have to think outside the box, amen? You have to do things that you know, you will naturally not want to do. That means you need, amen, a coach. A coach will push you beyond, hallelujah, you your ability beyond, amen, what you think, amen, uh, 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 beyond your feelings, you, you understand? So we, we've got to understand where we are, what the Lord is doing in this new day so that when we go out there, we are not succumb, we are not overpowered, we are not run down, amen, by the system, amen. This is the thing that God did in the life, amen, of this man called, you know, uh, uh, Paul, hallelujah, who, who had become a vessel, had become, you know, a powerful instrument. This man was going to take the church from the 30-fold mentioned that you know that she's been operating to another 60 fold level amen and even beyond that amen and at some point we're going to see this man amen working in collaboration with other people amen and then those collaboration will collapse and then later we're going to see how amen the restoration happens and we see how the church continue to advance further all right so we look at paul we look at peter we're going to look at other people and of course we've looked at uh, uh Stephen. these are powerful spiritual landmarks that we cannot amen down play if we are going to have an answer and a solution for our day. Act chapter 26. Act chapter 26. This is Paul, amen, uh, uh, giving his uh, account to King Agrippa. It will have been nice if I can read from verse 1 to where I really want to highlight. Let, let's see if we can do that quickly. Then uh, Agrippa said to Paul, you have permission to speak for yourself. So Paul made, you know, motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa, I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews. And especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you, to listen to me patiently. Now, this, this is an intelligent man. That is why when you're studying Paul, don't just study him as a religious leader. You've got to also study Paul as, you know, as a thinker. This man is trying to appeal to a king. 
Remember, God already said that he's going to stand before the Gentile nation. So he's standing before one now. In fact, scripture is being fulfilled. <laughs> Imagine the day you are given a vision, you're called to fulfill a vision, and you're standing before the fulfillment of that vision, and you are not ready. You are not prepared. You don't know how to engage. Just look at the way this man introduced himself to King Agrippa. Excellent. The Jewish people all know the way that I have lived ever since I was a child. From the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem, what was his country? What was his country? Passes that I said is in Turkey and also in Jerusalem. So you see, he was a migrant to Jerusalem. Beautiful. The point that I'm making is, you see, regardless of the country you are, regardless of where you are, all right, God can use you if you are ready, willing, and prepared, amen, to go through the process that is required, amen, for your, you know, for your, for, 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 for your life. If you are ready, I mean, I was born amen, in Nigeria in a, in a state called Ibadan, amen, from a local government uh, uh, in, in Oshun State, in your, you know, uh, uh, state. Uh, today, I'm here in South Africa. God is no respecter of man, regardless of, you know, where you come from. You can come from some village. God knows where. Listen to this. If you yield yourself, you surrender yourself to the process of God, God knows where to deploy you. And when he deploys you, I don't care if he's deploying you to America and close to Pentagon. If you stand there, you'll be able to carry out the intentions of God without anybody stopping you. Of course, they will try to stop you. Just like many have tried to stop me in this nation. Many have tried to malign me and tried to hinder me and try to, I mean, there's nothing you can think of that I've not been through in this nation. The enemy has tried to, you know, shut me down. But we're still here. We're still here declaring the counsels of God, declaring the mind of God. Yes, we're still here. Let the powers of darkness know that I'm still here. We're still proclaiming. We're still declaring. We're still advancing the will of God within the countries of South Africa and outside the boundary of this nation. The nations of God, hallelujah, is rising within this nation. The will of God is going for. Let them know, hallelujah, that I'm still here. And we'll be here till the Lord says it's time to move. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. We have, no we have no regard or respect for those who seek to bring us down, who seek to stop, who seek to hinder, who seek to frustrate the intentions of God. The church of the Lord, hallelujah, is being built and is being planted by those that are sent. I'm a sent one. I've carried a sent anointing upon my life. I carry a sent grace upon my life. I speak to the powers of darkness represented by their agents on earth. I declare I'm a sent one and nothing can stop the life and the grace and the spirit, the wisdom, the knowledge of a sent one. I will continue in the reality of my mandate. The earth, hallelujah, is the Lord and the fullness thereof. The church of the Lord will continue to advance. The gate of hell shall not, yes, prevail. What are we doing? We're proclaiming, we're declaring our stand. You must also do that if God has sent you. If God sent you earlier into a field, it could be a field of business. It could be a field, amen, of God knows what. Whatever field, you've got to declare it. You've got to let the power. Don't just keep it to yourself. No, say it. You, you always hear me. I will say it. As, I'm, as I was talking about Paul, it occurred to me. Why don't you talk about yourself? Declare who you are, what you are. L listen to this. Spiritual things cannot be, cannot be seen with the natural eyes and you cannot feel it. Amen. But when you declare and you say it, amen, from the position of faith, amen, you shift things over your, over your, over your realm, over your atmosphere. Hallelujah. A few days ago, the Lord reminded me of a vision 
that I had years ago in Nigeria, just before I came to South Africa, part of many of the unfolding vision. There are many unfolding vision that, that you know, I believe will be, will be coming to pass. One of the vision is that there's a child that is going to be given to me to, you know, to, to take over and, and help them, you know, do whatever they need to do and transform, like I've, I've shared on this vision. And a few days ago, the Lord was reminding me of that vision. So I'm asking myself, Lord, are we getting close to that time? Are we getting close to that time? All right, massive church. I don't know what they do. It, it could be a church, could be I don't know, but this they could no longer handle. They could not continue with the building, and they hand it over to me. And they say, "You've got to." We've been waiting for you. And so many things I've seen regarding the church, regarding business. So even some of the people that I'm assisting in the world of business, all right, it's just it's my assignment. All of this heaven had prepared me for it. That's why I'm not running. I'm not a business person. I'm not running to. Oh, no, no. I'm not seeking. I'm just. I'm just responding to the seasons and the times of God unfolding in my life. It's called the prophetic. When you have an understanding of these things, listen, friends, you will move mountains and you 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 will not you will, you won't break a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading about, you know, uh, let me quickly finish this thing before the sun begins to shine on my face now. All right. The Jewish people, uh, verse 4 of Acts 16. Please take time to read the entire book of Acts 16. Excellent. Paul defending himself. The Jewish people know the way that I've lived ever since I was a child. From the, from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem, they have known me for a long time and can testify. If they are willing that I com that I, conf I, I, I I conform, amen, to the strict sect, that I conform to the strict sect, amen, of our religion, living as a Pharisee, and now it is because of my hope, it's because of my hope in what God, amen, has promised our ancestor that I am on trial <laughs> today. This is the promise, our 12 tribes. And hoping to see fulfilled. This is the promise our 12 tribes are hoping to, to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. <clears throat> King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that these Jews are accusing me. Why should any of, our, any, any of you consider it all right, uh, incredible that God raised the dead? He too was convinced that I, that I sought to do all this all this that was possible to possess in the name of our Lord Jesus. Let me take verse 9 again. I too was convinced that I sought to do all this that was possessed, that, that possessed in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that just as what, you know, I did in Jerusalem, on the authority, <clears throat> on the authority of the chief priest, I put many of the Lord's people in prison. And when they were put to death, I cast vote against them. Many a times I went from synagogue, one synagogue to another to have them punished. And I tried to force them to be, you know, to blaspheme. I was, I was obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down from, from foreign cities. Now listen to this. On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priest. <clears throat> At noon, the King Agrippa, I was on the road. I saw a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blasting around me and my companions. When I fell to the ground, I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, 
So the Lord spoke Aramaic to him. God spoke Aramaic to him because amen, he could understand. It says, I fell to the ground. I heard the voice of the Lord saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goods. Then I asked, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. <clears throat> I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you, amen, to appoint you as a servant. Now listen, to appoint you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and I will and what you have seen and will see of me and will see of me what you have seen and you are also going to see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to them to open the to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. So you can see now he's expanding what, amen, the Lord told him in verse, uh, 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 chapter 9 and verse, uh, um, the Lord, in fact, what the Lord told Ananias in chapter 9 and verse 15. I will rescue you from your own, excuse me, from your own people and from the Gentiles. I am sending you to, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the powers and from the power of Satan to God, so that they may receive the forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. In verse 19, then he said, in conclusion of this, he says, So then, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. I was not disobedient, you know, I was not disobedient uh, uh, to the vision from heaven. This is a point where I want to really establish this point. Friends, if we are given a vision that is based on what the Lord, amen, as, as proclaimed, as declared, or that is based on the desires of God, why must we shift, amen, from that point? Paul is telling us that we must never, we must never, hallelujah, be distracted from the position of our calling and our assignment in the Lord. I think this morning, I have been able to convince you, amen, via the scripture, via the spirit of truth, that we need to have a solid, you know, a, a spiritual a, a, a foundation and, of course, framework as we build on. We're building on. We're going on, Alia, to that point of the fulfillment of whatever God has called us to, you know, to carry out, amen, either as an individual or as a corporate, may we, as a corporate church, may we continue to return back, amen, to this point of grace and truth. Thank you so very much, everyone, this morning. If you have joined us, I know very few people join us this morning, but it is well. Thank you, Sister Tina. Thank you, Sister Nkumisa, for joining this morning. Great to have you connect, uh, 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 even if you never had the time to join. All right, But thank you for the few time you have you know, spent with uh, uh, this broadcast this morning. Grace upon you. I pray the Lord will continue to enrich you. And any person out there who had taken time to listen or who will be listening later to this broadcast, grace upon you. <clears throat> Please continue to pray for me, continue to pray for my throat, and of course for my body and this work God has commissioned us, amen, to carry. May we continue to be a fragrance of, of, of godly incense to the body of Christ and to the nations. May God continue to protect and guide us as we stand for him. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful, blessed, and a fulfilling Sunday. God bless you. Bye-bye.